0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jade Show. My name is Jade Frazier. I'm so excited you decided to tune in to my second podcast. I'm so excited. It's been a fun journey so far. If you haven't listened to my first podcast, it was just an introduction, but it's still out there. So feel free to listen to it. It's available, I think, on like seven platforms. Um, I can give those to you guys in more detail, especially on my Instagram and Facebook. So in case you're wondering how do I listen, I am on Spotify, but I want you guys to click on the link on my Instagram and my Facebook. I will be sure to post those. kind of gives it easy access so you guys can listen to me whenever in the morning, afternoon, at night, before bed. I'm just glad y'all are here. Again, if you're new, thanks for tuning in. You will not be disappointed. It's going to be a good time, like I said in my introduction I want to create a space for everyone to listen in no matter what age what gender what race what religion I do not care I just want you guys to tune in with me and I just want to talk to have um, different friends on my podcast so it won't just be me talking every time I know um, I'm going to have some family members and friends I want to make sure that I give everyone the opportunity again to share their heart. I was on vacation with my family, and that was really, really nice. We were in one of my favorite states besides Chicago. It's California. We were in Laguna Beach visiting my best friend, and she is actually the inspiration to this podcast, specifically as we're going to talk about friends. Friends will be the topic for this podcast. I was with her in Laguna, and we spent an amazing time there. She just moved a couple months ago, so it's been really hard, and just not having her here and not being able to just stop by her house and and see her. It's been hard, but I know there's a reason for everything and I'm so happy she's enjoying life over there. So that's what inspired this next podcast about friendships. But I say all that to say my family and I were in California and we visited Laguna was super fun going to the beach. We ate really good food. We did some shopping It's a good time. We also went to Disneyland, which is, y'all, it's the happiest place on earth. And quite frankly, it is one of my favorite places besides Target, I will have to say. They both give me the same thrill, but Disneyland obviously is more of like, you know, I'm actually on a ride and if Target had rides, it would definitely be Disneyland. Shout out to Target. Um, But yeah, so we went to Disneyland. It It was a good time. Pretty much wrote on everything. Y'all know, well, I don't know if you don't know, but if you know me, you know that I love food. So I don't care if I'm at a parade, Disneyland, a work event, a happy hour, I'm always like, where's food? So I had like a Mickey pretzel Um, I had some Dole Whip, I had ice cream. I just lived my best life, y'all. And you know what? I don't feel bad about it. I love working out and I go to the gym, so I'm going to pick back up on my gym time this week. But I did enjoy my vacation and I tried my hardest to like stay off my phone unless I was posting on my IG and I didn't really read any emails. I just wanted to unplug and just enjoy being present with my family. So it was a really good time. I'm happy to be back in Arizona, back working, I am excited to talk about this topic. I think talking about friendships and relationships is, it's, it can be tough. It can be a little uncomfortable, but one one thing my mom told me, and it's, and after that I actually heard a lot of people say it, so I know it to be true, is that you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, and for me, a real friendship is being able to talk about anything, And it's not gonna be comfortable a lot of the times. Friendships are about being transparent and sharing your heart. And if you can't do that, then I, at least in my life, I've realized I've had to come to a point of saying, okay, like, is this friendship benefiting me? Um, Am I being my full self? I think that's important. And I think if we all take a moment to do that, there will be more friendships and less drama and gossip and, and chaos. So. I am the inspiration on this video. I am a believer. I'm a Christian. And I talked about that in my intro. Love God. And honestly, y'all, without God, I would be a hot microwave mess. God has brought me so far, not only in my personal walk as a Christian, but just who I am today. Like, I honestly cannot say I was the same person, even, shoot, two weeks ago. Like, it's crazy how you evolve as a person, as a human, as a believer, And a lot of my walk as a Christian has been, it's been really tough. So it has not been easy. A little side note here. I know a lot of people, you know, when they hear that you're a Christian or you're newly saved, they think it's just a walk in the park. But it it isn't because you're being tested by people and friendships and temptations and all sorts of stuff. But that'll be another topic for another podcast. I'm going to try my best to stay on topic, but I'm going to talk about friendships. And I am literally in love with T.D. Jakes. So that sounded kind of weird. I really look up to Pastor Bishop T.D. Jakes. I'm not sure if you guys know of him. I'm sure you do. He's a worldwide um, known pastor and bishop and his church is huge. It's called the Potter House. And I just love his ministry. I love his teachings. I'm always trying to listen to his um, videos and in his sermons and he really encourages me. He's one of those bishops where you just hear him and you're like, "Dang, like I need to get my life together." <laughs> like he's just he's always on it. No one's perfect, but he's he's on it. So, and I just appreciate the way he he teaches the Bible and so he taught a message and I'm pretty sure if you've listened to him or followed him for a couple years now, you know or you've heard of it, but it's Bishop T.D. Jakes on three types of friends. And it is a video, so I do recommend if you guys have not heard about this video or watched the video, I highly recommend you listen in. You can watch um, a video or you can read a transcript of it. And I'm going to read you guys some um, different notes and and readings that he wrote on here. So just to kind of give you guys some background, factual background, but he has a transcript out here and it's um, a speech on three types of friendships and I want to go through that and... As I do that, I'm also going to have a moment and just share with you guys some friendships that I've had and the ups and downs, what I've learned, what I've messed up in, and I just want to be real real transparent. So first off, just to give you guys a background about friendships in my life, I am a very bubbly person. I feel like I'm very outgoing. I am an extrovert, and it's it's hard sometimes when you're an extrovert because people think that you're constantly just like talking to everyone and you're always just happy 24 7 but to be real there are moments where I want to be an introvert and there are moments where I want to kind of be by myself and in this new season of my life I'm definitely starting to realize that the older you get your circle becomes smaller and it's not a bad thing it's a it's a good thing and as you learn for example I was at um, Disneyland or where was I I think I was at Disneyland and just seeing how kids interact with each other is so pure and it's so innocent. And kids can literally go up to each other and they can be like, hey, like, I need a friend. Do you want to be my friend? Like, do you want to play? And when I saw that happen, I was thinking, like, if only adults <laughs> could be that way, it would it would just be different. Like, the innocence of a child and how they're just so open and so um, loving towards other kids that they don't even know and to be upfront, just be like, hey, I want to play. Like, I need a friend. Do you want to be my friend? I think that's so pure and it's so beautiful and I think adults can learn from that. So I've always kind of been that person growing up. I've always been like, had my arms open, like, hey, do you want to be my friend? And I never chase after people, but I've just, people have just been drawn to me. So I've always grown up with a big group of friends and there have been benefits and there have been moments where I'm like, ooh, you just can't let everybody in your life. So, Christina, like I mentioned, has been my best friend since we were seven. And she is that one friend that I can call no matter what. I can come to her house. We can cry together. We've shared many, many intense, vulnerable moments together. And our friendship has grown immensely. And she's someone that I, like a family member to me, like a sister to me. So I'm really grateful for her. And we were having conversations just about people and friendships. And we always say, like, if you... Can't just for example, if you can't see someone every single day or every single week, every single month, nothing should change. If you have that authentic love for each other and that communication and respect for each other, it shouldn't be you shouldn't be upset if you can't, you know, hang out or if someone can't make a coffee date or if you have to cancel a movie date. It shouldn't be the end all be all we can't be friends anymore. Um, so I think that is something that if you're in a friendship and it's always kind of awkward when you when you have to cancel plans or when you communicate you've been too busy and if that other person is really kind of getting bitter towards you and angry towards you I would just reevaluate why you know why why are they acting that way why do they feel the need to get mad if I can't make something or if I can't be somewhere I think that's number 1 friendships should understand your circumstances and one of my other friends Kristen shout out to you we were just having that conversation as well and we were saying, man, like, you know, we don't see each other every day, but when we when we talk, it's like nothing's changed. And so I think if you have a friendship where nothing has changed and it feels that way, even if you haven't seen each other for two years, keep that friend, y'all. That's a good friend. So back to kind of where I was starting at. I've always been someone to, to have my arms open, but there have been moments where that kind of backlash on me a little bit, and I began trusting certain individuals that I realized— later on, like, hmm, like, that's a sign. And I had to grow as a person. And I had to realize that n- there can't be a lot of people that are exposed to your inner, the inner parts of your heart. So in a minute, like I said, I'm going to read to you guys how T- how Bishop T.D. Jakes explains it. But he does mention that it's almost like a friendship. It's like a big circle. And then you have like your close circle inside of that. And then inside of your close circle, you have like your your homies, your inner circle. So I think it's good to know where people go in those areas. Um, I think if you use your wisdom, you can figure out, okay, who belongs in what circle of my life? And like I said, that's not a bad thing. It sounds kind of pretentious. Like who's going to be in what circle or who's going to No, no, no. It's for your own protection, and that's also something that I had to learn that my mom taught me. Like, you have to protect yourself, and you have to protect your heart. And being someone who is an extrovert, I want to make sure everyone's happy, and I want to make sure everyone's good. But at the same time, if you're so busy running around and making sure other people are good all the time, and you're putting yourself on the back burner, you're going to crash and burn. So it's all about balance. It's all about having the balance of when someone comes in your life, what you want to tell them, how they treat you, how you react to them. It's all about balance. So I learned that early on, and I'm still learning it, but it's it's great, and I'm I'm seeing the change in that. And I've I've lost some friends, you know, in the in the past couple years, and it's been really, really hard. And I've also had to let go with wanting closure. We all want closure. We all want to have that moment where we sit down with someone and then when we exchange those words of, hey, what happened? What did you do? What did I do? But if that does not happen, you do have to be okay with it, with not having that closure. So T.D. Jakes talks about the first group of people and the first group of people he calls confidants. So he says verbatim, you'll have very few of them. Confidants are those people in your life who love you unconditionally. They are into you, whether you're up for, whether you're up or down, right or wrong. They are into you. They are in for the long haul. If you get in trouble, they get in trouble with you. They'll come and see you in the jailhouse. They'll come and get you out of the crack house. They're confidants. You can open up and share anything with them. You'll never inherit your kingdom until you find your confidant. And in the Bible, it says you... He mentioned you can't be David until you find your Jonathan. Having a good confidant is the key that unlocks the kingdom because you were raised outside the gate and God's going to cause you to reach over the wall. You got to have a confidant behind the wall who can mentor you for what God is going to do next in your life. Um, He says the problem with most people is that everybody they run around with is under them. And so you are forever feeding people who can't feed you. That is so good, you guys. And after years of feeding them, they begin to drain you. That's exactly what I mentioned earlier about putting other people before you. That is very important, like what he mentioned, the confidant friend. So this is someone that he said will bring you out of the jailhouse, will bring you out of the crack house, will come and save you literally when you're drowning with no judgment. And for me, Christina, like I mentioned, is someone who's my confidant. And I know that if I needed anything, she would be there. And I think it's important to know the difference between um, having someone in the long haul and also family members. Like my my sisters are legit, my confidants as well. I know, yeah, they're family, they're blood, but they're also my friends, my choice, and I want them to be in my life. So they're also two people that I can I can come to for whatever I need, and I know they'll be there for me in the times of need. So that's the first group of friendships, confidants you're listening to this get that friend get that person family member brother cousin whoever it is that is down for you like he said I will not leave your side and I think the key for me that really sticks out to me is someone that won't judge you someone that will be like listen I'm gonna get you out this time but we will talk about it later but just know that I love you and they'll love you through the mess so please get someone that is tight-knit in your heart forever 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 Your confidant. it's very very important and what I realized is it really changes the trajectory of your life knowing who is going to be in that confidence font who is going to be your ride or die it really does change your life so get that friend y'all get that friend the next group he talks about are constituents so these are the these this is what he says he says they are not into you they are into what you are for. they are for what you are for they are your constituents. And as long as you are for what they are for, they will walk with you and work with you and labor with you, but never think that they are really for you. They are for what you are for. And you have to know that because if they meet somebody else that will further their agenda, y'all that's deep. They will leave you and hook up with them because they, they were never for you. They were just for what you were. And throughout your life, if you are not careful, particularly if you're broken, you you will mistake your constituents for your confidants. And you will think they are for you when they are really not for you. They are just for what you are for. And by the time you get to falling in love with them, they will break your heart as they will hook up with somebody else who is for what they are for because it was never about you anyway. It was about the causes that you represent. They are for what you are for, but they are not for you. They are they are your constituents. Y'all, oh my Jesus. Okay. That literally hits the nail. It is crazy. Like what I what he said when he mentioned about falling in love with them and they will break your heart because they will move on to someone who is into what they are into. That is so true. I've personally been through that. Like this, I feel like these type of people are the ones that kind of put on that that second face. And I don't want, listen, y'all, I don't want to make this podcast all negative. I know there are good people in this world and there are good friends, but it's time that we, we recognize the difference because this is what's going to save our heartbreak in the future. If you are like under 20 and you're listening to this, just know it is very important who is in your friend group. It is so important. Like, I wish I learned a little bit younger, but I'm 26 and that is young enough to know the difference between your confidants and your constituents. So it's very, very important finding people that not only are into what you're into, but they're still into you for you. It makes it even better when you find someone not only that's into what you're into, but they're into you and you guys are doing things together. So I think that is a really, a really key point. And what he mentioned also is that not mistaking your constituents for your confidants so knowing again that goes back to that circle of friendships knowing where people belong in your life and knowing which ones are in your inner circle and which ones are are there to, to be around you and you can hang out every now and then grab your coffee grab your dinner date whatever you got to do but still guard your heart the next one y'all which is pretty deep is comrades so he mentions a third group and he says these are people that are not for you nor are they For what you are for. It's good to know that difference also. It's not. It is just that they are against what you are against. And the comrades will make strange bedfellows. This will cause people to come together who are not for you. And they are not for what you are for. But they are against what you are against. And they will team up with you to help fight a greater enemy. But don't be confused by their associations. They will only be with you until the victory is accomplished. These people are like scaffolding. They come into your life to fulfill a purpose. And when the purpose is complete, the scaffolding is removed. But don't be upset when they are removed because the building always remains when the scaffolding is removed. Whew, y'all, that is so good. He also says, expect the constituents and the comrades to leave you And desert you after a while. Don't be upset when they don't react to your dream the way you expected them to. Because they were never really with you in the first place. Be careful then who you tell your dream to. Because if you tell your dream to your constituents, they will desert you and try to fulfill the dream without you. If you tell it to your comrade, they won't support it because they were never for what you were for anyway. Oh my gosh, I'm just getting so much wisdom right now with what he is saying. Man, Bishop T.D. Jakes, that's why I love you. You're amazing. That's a whole nother topic, you guys, about sharing your heart and sharing your dreams. That is something that is, is deep. And I think an indicator of if someone is really down for you and if someone really supports you is tell them their dream. Test test some of your friends out. Tell them the, the passion and the dreams of your heart. And if they aren't authentically and genuinely happy for you if they, for some reason, seem to kind of tear you down, it's like you say something positive and, oh, I'm looking forward to accomplishing this. And they're like, well, do you have enough money to do that? Oh, I'm looking, you know, at moving to this other state. Are you sure you want to move there? Now, there's a difference with a friend and a loved one being concerned and wanting the best for you and walking in wisdom. But there also is a difference with someone tearing you down at the side of your accomplishment. So I think that is something that is also an indicator to know if someone's writing for you or not. Are you happy for me? Do you support my dreams? Can you at least fake it like you support my dreams? Like, okay. So like I said before, those three types of people and friendships that he categorized, I think are just, he hit it on the nail. It's really important that we learn these things, especially these like our millennial young young in generation we're we're very caught up with with social media and with online dating and all this catfishing and it seems like we're not really driven by kind of the old school authentic way of making friends it's listen we need the old and the new I always like we always me and my sisters we always laugh and talk to my mom about this like the old ways aren't bad the new ways aren't bad you know we we need both so we do need this kind of new age feel of, you know, meeting people in the online. That's fine. That's great. But at the same time, we do need some of the old teachings that were taught to us from the beginning of guarding your heart and knowing who's down for you and how to recognize the different people in your life, the different friendships. So I think we we need all of those. And just like Bishop TDJ said, knowing where your confidants, your comrades and your constituents Fit in your life, knowing who those people are, and it's not okay, y'all. I had to take some time. It seemed like these last couple months have just been kind of difficult with with friendships and with communication being miscommunicated and offenses being made and and so on and so forth. Like it's okay to take a step back and to really look within yourself. Ask yourself, did I do anything wrong in this situation? How can I forgive that person? How can I contribute to that person? And apologize. You know, apologies doesn't mean you're weak. It means you're strong and you're willing to say, I messed up. I think when you're able to look in the mirror and not point fingers and to say, you know what, I probably shouldn't have said that. Or you know what, I probably shouldn't have said that that way. That shows maturity. That is not a sign of weakness. So we can do more of that. We can save more more friendships that were lost. And sometimes... There are there have been other people in my life that have come in and they have left. And at the same time, that is also okay also. You know, when God, whoever I believe in God, but if you're believing in a higher power and if if someone has been taken away from you, it's not always a bad thing. You know, it's most of the time it's a blessing in disguise. I've I read a quote that says, I'm sure you guys have heard it. There is a reason, a season, and a lifetime for everything, and specifically in friendships. Like, you have your reason friendships, you have your seasoned friendships, and you have those friendships that are there for a lifetime. I think it's safe to say if you know those people in those, in those areas, then you are good to go. And we will listen, it will be hard, it will be, hard. It'll be awkward, it will be uncomfortable, but knowing who those people are will save you a lifetime of trouble. And also, we all make mistakes. There are people that I knew in my life and my mama warned me about, but I did not want to listen and I had to learn the hard way. But then also, you have to give yourself grace and you have to know that, yes, we all make mistakes. No one is perfect. But how can you look in the mirror and say, you know what? I did this. I think that's very important. I think we just have to learn how to do that. So all that to say, you guys, just think about the people that are in your life. Pray for people in your life. Pray for good friendships. Like believe and hope that good people will come your way. If you're if you feel like you're surrounded by people that aren't for you and they're just trying to use you and they don't support you, just pray for them and pray that God will give you the wisdom and the discernment to either keep them in your life and work on it or have the peace to move on and to move forward. So I just want to like I said encourage you guys if you're listening to this, just know you don't have to have it all together. It takes time, it takes wisdom, and it takes failure sometimes, and it takes heartbreak, to know what you deserve and to know what you what you can do better. So, thank you so much if you are listening to this, if you have listened, I really hope you enjoyed it. I will be posting on all of my social media how you can listen in, how you can support. Share it with a friend, you guys. Let's get the word out there. The Jade Show on and popping in 2019. <laughs> Again, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. And I want to hear feedback. So if you want to continue this conversation, reach out to me, you guys. My Instagram is the Show underscore. I have Facebook, Jade Frazier. Feel free to DM me, message me, email me. I want to talk about it. I want to keep the conversation going. I want these podcasts to be here for you guys to be able to listen in. And I want your feedback. I want your advice. My next show will have a special guest. I won't tell you yet, but it definitely will. So, again, make sure you guys are tuning in. I really appreciate the support and the love. So, for myself, to you guys, make sure to love yourself and love each other. And I will see you guys on my next podcast. Have a good day.